Nearly one out of every $4 spent on federal contractors have gone to small businesses, and that's going back six years. It's one major fact in the annual scorecard kept by the Small Business Administration. But agencies broke a new record in fiscal 2018, spending more than $120 billion on small business contracts. Rob Wong is Associate Administrator of SBA's Office of Government Contracting and Business Development. He gave Federal News Network's Jory Heckman an overview of the small business successes and some areas for improvement. You know, in general, I think the scorecard, I think our results are pretty good. Very proud of the fact that uh, over the last two years, we've basically increased opportunities for small business at the prime level by about 21, 22 percent. All of our numbers are up from last year, and all of them are almost at or near historical highs. We're certainly at a historical high for the $120 billion, $121 billion that we've grown from last year. And last year was also a historical high at $105 billion. We've also done uh, significant increases in subs, so we're creating about a million jobs with that. In general, as we've been saying around here, the numbers validate that, you know, if you look at it from a dollar's point of view, there's never been a better time to be a small business government contractor. If you could just go into a little bit more detail with some of the numbers, for example, women-owned small businesses, I know they have a 5% goal annually. If you just go through some of those for me. So out of the 100% government spend, our job in general is to make sure that at least 23% of that money is spent with small businesses. That 23% is made up of 5% SDB, and in there is the 8A program, 5% women-owned, 3% service-disabled veteran, and 3% hub zone. So the women-owned small business in 2018 had $22.92 billion, and we missed the goal, but we missed it at 4.75%. From a dollar's point of view, they spent more money than ever with the uh, women-owned small businesses, the government did, but percentage-wise, it was 4.75%. But my personal feeling is that the dollars are more important than the percentages. For the hub zone, they spent $9.9 billion, and it was a 2.05%. We missed that mark also, but we've missed it for 20 years, but we missed it by the least amount in 20 years. Service-disabled veteran, and that has a 3% goal. We exceeded that goal at 4.27%. That has been the largest. That's a historical high. And we spent a historical high of $20.62 billion. And then um, small disadvantaged business, which includes 8A, government spent $46.53 billion, which is a historical high. And then I believe also the 9.65% that it had is also historical high. And then finally, overall small business, which is generally that that equates to the 23%, it equates to 7%, but these are small businesses that are not otherwise classified. We hit a high with the dollars, and again, we missed the high um, by a few percentage points as a historical high, but we uh, obliterated the 23%. Circling back to the uh, the women-owned small business, it's very close. I think you said 4.75 versus the goal of 5. Very close there. But I, I want to ask, um, because I think this is very similar to where it was last year, if I'm not mistaken, but are there any strategies right. of how to bridge that gap for maybe future years? Yes. It, it gets to the heart of why I'm here or what we're trying to do here with GCBD. You know, the mantra that we've asked all of our staff to take a look at is we want to make these programs easier and more effective for not only the business owner, 
but for the government to use. If I had a magic wand, I want to make SBA certified programs the first option for the contracting officer. So when we look at the scorecard and when we look at missed percentages and when we look at how we do processing and how we we make it easier for the government to effectively hit this easy button. So one of the problems specifically with uh, women-owned small business, and Congress has asked us to fix this, is that we're moving to a formal certification process. I think that that's one thing that will help to kind of instill confidence and integrity in the program. Just to backtrack a little, the 8A program is a formal certification process. You apply, we package that information together, we analyze that information against elements of eligibility, and then we make a determination if you are eligible or ineligible. If you are eligible, then we subject you to constant and annual, effectively, recertification analysis. To make sure, you know, because we hold the public trust, we want to make sure that if a company receives a contract through these programs, that they are actually eligible to receive it. The challenges we have, what we've heard from the public, was when we first set up WASB years ago, um, Congress felt that it was appropriate that this would be a self-certification program. So as a result, we trusted the public. You know, it was an honor system. Due to some GAO and IG audits and other people giving us comments, I think that when I came into office, you know, we were already in the situation where the government had asked us to set up a formal certification. The reasoning was that um, they wanted to instill integrity in the program. What I believe that to mean was that there was enough incidences of fraud or mistake, uh, you know, simply put, the wrong companies were receiving our contract. So we have a new process that we are starting to come up with to formally certify the WASB program participants, and hopefully that will uh, help us to achieve the goal. And then also, I think just by turning attention to it again, we're very, very close in this regard to hitting that goal. So I think just some minor changes will at least allow us to hit the goal. My admonition might be, however, Jory, is to take a look at the historical numbers that we've created. And in this regard, we're still at $22.92 billion. That shows continued steady growth in the program. So again, while we did go down maybe a half a percent from two years ago, we went, you know, from two years ago, we were at 4.8% with $19.7 billion spent on women-owned small businesses. And we've gone to 4.75%, which looks like a decline. Well, it is a decline, excuse me, in the percentage, but we actually increased to 22.92, almost $23 billion. Right, right. Just want to make sure, you know, full representation of not just the percentage, the percentage numbers, but also the dollar amount numbers. Um, and, right. and thank you for uh, the overview of, is there a timetable of when this formal certification will take effect? So we have a final rule. It's a long process, but the short answer is that we have to create rules that, you know, Congress directed us to set up a formal certification. So now we have to create a rule that actually does that for us. That rule, we anticipate that it will be active, effective in about one year. Contemporaneous with that enactment of the rule so that it's effective, we will have a formal certification process in place. At present, in general, the programs when I came in were being operated in a silo. So you had the 8A program running in its silo and you had the hub zone program working in its silo. 
You have self-certifications in women-owned, which we're doing differently than the self-certifications for the service-disabled veteran. Now that we are going to go to three formal certifications, it made sense to me to effectively unify all of the formal processes so that they run alike as similarly as possible. Rob Wong, Associate Administrator of SBA's Office of Government Contracting and Business Development, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.